Well, God bless each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. Praise the Lord. And I believe I've been instructed by the Holy Spirit to basically continue with a part two of what we were ministering last time we met. And the last time we met, the Lord had given a word that was directing us to increase our capacity to receive. And what I receive by the Spirit is that God has wondrous opportunities. He has assignments. He has blessings. And there are miracles that he has in store for us, for his children. And what is essential is for us to be in a position where we are increasing our capacity to receive from him. And that involves increasing our level of faith. In the end, that's really what we are talking about. And yet we talked last time about um, I gave the I gave the symbolism of like a, a radio that receives uh, input, you know, tr- that information that is transmitted, things that are transmitted. You need a transmitter, hallelujah, that's God the Holy Spirit. You need a receiver, that's the believer, and yet the antenna is faith. You don't want static. We want to have our faith operating so that we can receive what the Holy Spirit is transmitting. Hallelujah. We can receive information. We can receive power. We can receive all that the Holy Spirit desires to impart and download into into us. Hallelujah. We can receive all that the Holy Spirit desires to do on our behalf. We talked about that the last time, but we're going a step further today. And for today, we are going to open up we're going to open up in Mark, Mark chapter 11. And I please don't let your eyes glaze over, and please don't immediately think, oh, I know this, I know this, I know this. And it, it, it may be something that we, you are familiar with. Many of us are familiar with this passage of Scripture. But we're going to um, read from verses 22 through 24, and we're going to spend some time examining this. And I believe by the faith of God that it will be a tremendous blessing to the hearers. Hallelujah. So in Mark eleven twenty two, it says, And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. Hallelujah. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Verse 24 again. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them, 
and you shall have them. Let's open up with prayer. Hallelujah. Dear Heavenly Father, we are here present at your request, and we come to you in the matchless name of Jesus. We glorify you. We love you. We give you all glory, honor, and praise. And we ask, Father, that the eyes of our understanding would be enlightened during this time. Show us things from your word, Lord God, and cause that word to take root and produce. Let, let there be tremendous fruit production as a result of the going forth of this word. We thank you for it, Lord God, and we honor you. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen, and amen. I'm telling you, this passage of Scripture, Mark 11, 22 through 24, is so powerful. It's one of the most wonderful pieces of Scripture in the Bible. I'm telling you, it is, it is just so wonderful. When it says, he says, have faith in God, and it, he says, what you can speak to a mountain, whoever shall say unto this mountain, he pointed to a mountain and said, be removed and cast into the sea. And if you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe that the things that you say shall come to pass, you will have whatever you say. And then whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Isn't that awesome? I'm telling you. And it is, it is a tremendous promise. And again, God has wonderful, wondrous opportunities, assignments, blessings, miracles, hallelujah, answers, increase, all in store for us. Praise God. And the thing is, we're told to do one thing according to Mark eleven twenty four. It said, we, we have our part, huh, and God has his part. We have to do one thing, that is believe that you have received. Praise God. So we need to increase our capacity, our ability, our capacity to receive. We need to improve our, that, that aspect of believing that you have received. Because we have to do that one thing, believe that you have received, and then God will do what he has promised, which is you shall have, you shall have them. It says, according to Mark eleven twenty four, believe that you have received them and you shall have them. So we have to believe we have received, and then God does his part. He will do what he promised. Hallelujah. You shall have them. This, it's absolutely amazing. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, it starts out by saying in verse 24, it says, all things whatsoever, hallelujah, you desire. Let's look at that again. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray. Another version says, all things whatsoever you pray and ask for. Believe that you have, re- you have received them, and you shall have them. Therefore, I say unto you, all things whatsoever you pray and ask for, believe that you have, have received them, and you shall have them. Praise God. 
I'm telling you, this is this is absolutely wonderful. It seems almost like too good to be true. And what we tend to do is we tend to reduce the promises to what we think is within the realm of possibility. We tend to reduce the promises to and, and, and our our desires and our goals to things that we think are safe. Like, okay, I'll believe God for this because this I can possibly see coming to pass. But this other thing, that's outside the realm of possibility. But the Spirit is instructing us, praise God, to take heed to what the Spirit of God is saying. Because in the King James, it says, what things soever you desire, whatever whatever things you desire. Hallelujah. And another version says, all things, all things whatsoever, all things whatsoever. And all means all. Hallelujah. You know, what, what, is, what do you leave out when you say all? You don't leave anything out. All means all. Hallelujah. Okay. I'm just looking at looking up something. I'm trying to figure out um the version that I saw that in. Praise God. It might be New King James. I know all things whatsoever you pray and ask for. Hallelujah. You believe you receive them when you pray and you shall have them. Hallelujah. This is, okay, yeah, there's a Darby Bible translation says all things whatsoever you pray for. And the World English Bible says, therefore, I tell you all things whatever you pray and ask for, believe that you have received them and you shall have them. So we're talking about all, and all means all. And the Spirit does not want us reducing and minimizing what is meant by all but rather we are to enlarge our hearts to embrace, hallelujah, the the word just as he gave it. Take it just as he gave it, hallelujah. And when we do that, we receive the quickening power that is attached to it. There's grace that is also attached to that word. For Jesus is the word and the word He's full of grace and truth. So wherever you find truth, you will also find grace, the power to bring it about. So attached to that word all things is power to bring it about, quickening power, burden-removing power, mountain-destroying power. It is attached to that word, the opening words, all things whatsoever, all things whatsoever. We have to learn to take it just as God has said it. Praise God. I want to turn your attention to Second Chronicles chapter 6 and verse 4. In Second Chronicles chapter 6 and verse 4, we see a prayer coming from Solomon, uh, King Solomon. And this is after he had built the temple. And then he brought the Ark the ark of the Covenant into the temple. 
And when he did that, he lifted up his voice and he started to pray to God. And he said some things as part of that prayer. And in verse 4, he said, it says, and he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who hath with his hands fulfilled that which he spake with his mouth to my father David, saying, and he goes on and he says, Since the day that I brought forth my people out of the land of Egypt, I chose no city among all the tribes of Israel to build a house in that my name might be there. Neither chose I any man to be a ruler over my people Israel. But I've chosen Jerusalem that my name might be there and have chosen David to be over my people Israel. Now it was in the heart of David, my father, to build a house for the name of the Lord God of Israel. But the Lord said to David, my father, for as much as it was in thine heart to build a house for my name, you did well in that it was in your heart. Notwithstanding, thou shalt not build the house, but thy son, which shall come forth out of thy loins, he shall build the house for my name. Hallelujah. So there's a word from God that said, David, you're not going to build the house, but the son, which shall come forth out of thy loins. Lord, have mercy. He hadn't even been born yet. He says, but he, you're going to bear a son. He's going to come forth out of your loins, and he shall build the house for, that, for my name. Isn't that something? And then in verse 10, 2 Chronicles 6.10 says, The Lord therefore hath performed his word that he hath spoken. For I am risen up in the room of David my father, and am set on the throne of Israel as the Lord promised. And have built the house for the name of the Lord God of Israel. Hallelujah. So again, in verse 4, he says, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who hath with his hands fulfilled that which he spake with his mouth. God's hands fulfill what God's mouth has spoken. Listen, God's hands fulfill what God's mouth has spoken. So we don't why am I saying that? Because oftentimes we will minimize the all things whatsoever because we're thinking in our own finite minds how it is that it's going to come about. How is this going to get done? I don't know anybody. I don't have what it takes. Blah blah blah. And what we end up doing is we reduce the promise we reduce the promise to what we think is in the realm of possibility. But I'm here to tell you, according to Second Chronicles 6, 4, God's hands fulfill what God's mouth has spoken. Hallelujah. You have to get that in your spirit and enlarge your heart to just embrace this truth. How's it going to get done? God's hands fulfill what God's mouth has promised. So it's not your hands, hallelujah, although certainly God works through people because when that temple was built, certainly individuals came forward to build it, but the machinations and the wherewithal, that is within the province of God and his Holy Spirit. And we have to allow God to be God. Praise God. When we start to, to simply contemplate things in the, within the limitations of our finite minds, what we have a tendency to do is to reduce the promise. But God tells us to do just one thing, 
believe that you have received. He tells us to do one thing, believe that you have received. And then he will do what he has promised. Hallelujah. His hands will fulfill what his mouth has promised. And he says, you shall have them. Hallelujah. So part of what we need to do, we really need to hear what God is saying. Hear what God has spoken. When you have that word, we have to hear what God has spoken, all things whatsoever. And we need to be in a position to allow that to penetrate our hearts. we got to allow the truth of that, all things whatsoever. Allow it to penetrate our hearts. And this is not the only time we've heard this. There's a sister who is a part of Triumph in Christ. Hallelujah. She has a ministry called Nothing's Impossible. Nothing's Impossible. And, and, and it comes from Scripture. Hallelujah. It, that, that nothing shall be impossible to them who believe. Hallelujah. If, if you have faith, nothing shall be impossible to you. Hallelujah. That's what the word of God tells us. And it tells us that there's so many places. Matthew 17, 20. Hallelujah. If we look at Matthew 17, 20, this is not the first time that we have heard this. Praise God. If we just run quickly, I'm going there quickly. Amen. Matthew 17, 20. It's in red. This is Jesus speaking. He said, he, he was talking about, um, you know, that was after the Jesus healed the demon-possessed boy and the and the disciples had tried to um, cast the demon out of the boy while Jesus, Peter, James, and John had gone up to the mountain, and they were up on the Mount of Transfiguration. While they were up there, we, we know that um, someone came with a de- demoniac uh, boy, and the disciples were not able to cast the mountain him out, cast the demon out of the boy. And so the uh, the man came with his son and said, Lord, have mercy on my son. He's vexed. He's, he's, he's a lunatic. He's gone crazy. And he's fallen into the fire, into the wire, water. He's brought him to your disciples, but they couldn't cure him. And, and Jesus said, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long will I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither. He rebuked the devil, and the the devil departed out of him. And the child was cured from that hour. And the disciples came to him and said, why couldn't we cast him out? And Jesus said unto unto them, because of your unbelief, right? And he says, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible to you. Nothing shall be impossible to you. This is easy. If you have faith, nothing shall be impossible to you. Praise God. And he says, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Hallelujah. So we we understand that what we see in Mark 11, is not new. Whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe. You know, all things, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, you believe. 
So the only thing we have to do is to believe. We have to believe we have received them. Praise God. And now that belief, see, I, I hear, I, I know what people are thinking. Well, at, obviously, all things can't mean all things. No, all things means exactly what it says, all things. There's, there's no condition. And it's, there's no, all things whatsoever. But what about this? But what about that? I would say to you, to, in reading scripture and in meditating on scripture, do not do anything to weaken all things whatsoever. Don't do anything to say, oh, well, but what if it's not the will of God? Because here's the key, and that, see, that comes from the enemy. Of course, this script, we, we, believers understand that this scripture has nothing to do with what things that are against the will of God. So you, we don't have to stop and say, oh, well, but it, it, can't, it certainly can't mean what it says. See, that is a, understand it, that is the trick of the enemy, which is the same sort of trick that has been used from the beginning. Surely you're not going to die if you, if you eat this. You, you eat it, you'll still be alive. Sure, you know, the serpent, the same type of, of deception that was used from the beginning is the same type of deception that the enemy uses with believers when they read this passage of Scripture. And the aim of the enemy is to get you to weaken the strength of that provision, the strength of the word. The word is truth. And the word represents the will of God. And the enemy wants to water it down. Of course, it doesn't, all doesn't mean all. No, the word of God is true. All means all. Nothing that is exempt. All means all. I know. Don't fight it. Just receive it. All means all. So when we're talking about believing, we're talking about a believer is one whose spirit, soul, and body, hallelujah, has embraced Jesus Christ as Lord and personal Savior. So when we're talking about believing, we're talking about having your soul that is yielded to the word of God and having your, 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 whole, your, your person, you're yielded to the word of God and you're yielded to the spirit of God. That's believing. And we know that the, we're believing in accordance with the word. See, that is a given. So believe, we don't have to sit back and say, oh, all doesn't mean all. It's talking about all that the word provides. You know, just like um, the word of God tells us that, where is it, in, in Romans 8, it talks about God. See, this is, we just have to properly interpret scripture. You know, because you know how the word of God says that God, who's already given us his son, yes, John eight thirty two. you know how it says, he that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for his all, how shall he not with him also freely give us 
all things. Hallelujah. He shall freely give us all things. Well, of course, we un- we have the understanding, even by the Spirit, you know, because we belong to him. We know that that's not talking about uh, poverty, death, destruction, that which is anything that is against the will of God. We know that's not what it means. So, but it isn't to say all doesn't mean all, because we're talking about the all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Hallelujah. We know that through Jesus Christ, according to First Peter, that he has given unto us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Are you understanding this? So we're talking about the good things, all things that pertain to that Zoe life, to Zoe, all things that pertain to Zoe and godliness. So all things, hallelujah, whatsoever you desire, we understand that we're talking about all things that pertain to Zoe, Zoe, which is Greek for the God kind of life, because you will see the word life in English, but in the Greek it is Zoe. So all things that pertain unto life and godliness, according to the working of his mighty power. Hallelujah. So he has, this is what we're talking about. So, and that I'm sharing that because oftentimes people read that scripture or you'll even go to church and so, or somebody's going to be teaching a Bible study and, and they'll say, well, of course, all doesn't mean all. Don't do that because you're weakening the truth of that word. The word of God is truth. If it says all, it means all. Don't allow the enemy, don't allow any type of deception to get you into weakening the truth of that word. Hallelujah. He says all things whatsoever you desire when you pray, you believe that you receive them when you pray and you shall have them. You believe that you receive them. So that belief is founded in, you know, it's based on praise God. The things that pertain unto life and godliness. It's based on being yielded to the word. You believe according to the word. You don't we don't believe for sickness, right? We don't believe for poverty. We don't believe for destruction. We're believers. Hallelujah. And we're dealing our dealing the our whole ambit. We're dealing with the things that pertain unto life and godliness. So don't allow the enemy or any form of deception to cause you to weaken, to weaken the truth of the word. He says, whatsoever things you desire, hallelujah, whatsoever things you desire, don't get caught up with it. But what if my desires are wrong? No, you're a believer, and you're believing for, for, to receive all things, the all things that we find in Romans 8.32, the things, all things that he freely gives us, praise God, all things that pertain unto life and godliness. That's what we're talking about. So understand, we're not even in that other crowd. See, that's what the enemy will do. He will come up with all kinds of things, you know. He'll come up with all kinds of, all kinds of excuses to try to water down, uh, you know, to try to water down 
the truth of God's word. You know, it, it, let's look at the other one. I, I, I mentioned it. It's not first. It's, it's in Second Peter. Praise God. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching this. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching this word. Second uh, Peter 1. You know, I know we know this, right? Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Second Peter 1, 3. According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. Praise God. And it says, whereby are giving unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped corruption that is in the world through lust. See, we're not talking about things, the lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. It's not even talking about that. We're talking about all things that pertain unto zoe and godliness, good things, excellent things. That's health. Hallelujah. I wish above all things that you would be in health and prosper, even as your soul prospers. We're talking about soul prosperity. We're talking about health. We're talking about increase. We're talking about good things. We're talking about blessings. We're talking about the miraculous. Hallelujah. Do you understand? So don't allow anything, any, any thought to weaken what God is saying. All things whatsoever you desire, hallelujah, all things whatsoever you pray and ask for, you believe that you have have received them, and you shall have them. Let us not weaken it at all. In fact, we need to increase the capacity. Just take it as he gives it. Mm-hmm. See, that faith is active. It's it's the working of the power of God, the spirit of God in the heart, in the prepared heart of a believer. Let me say it again. That faith is the working of the spirit of God through his word in the prepared heart of a believer. I'll say it one more time. Faith is the working of the Spirit of God through his word in the prepared heart of a believer. So it, and it is your guarantee of the coming answer. We believe it now. We see it in the realm of the Spirit through the eyes of faith. It's the pledge. It's the guarantee of the coming answer. So we don't want to, we don't want to diminish the full force of the word of God, of the statement of the promise. Don't weaken it by saying, well, this all can't mean all. Yes, it can, and yes, it does. Hallelujah. And we're, but we're, and we're talking about the all things that pertain unto life and godliness. After all, that's all we're interested in. That's all we're interested in. That's all Romans 8.32 is, is dealing with. Praise God. So don't weaken it. And we know that we can pray according to his will. We have the word of God. 
His word is truth. In addition, you have the Holy Spirit who will guide you into all truth. He will guide you in accordance with the word. Praise God. Take it just as he gives it. Praise God. And then it says that we are to take these all things whatsoever, we have to bring them to God. There are desires that the Holy Spirit places in your heart, and the, and the objective is to bring those to God. What does that mean? It's, it's a, it's, so when we're praying, it isn't just that we're sitting down with a laundry list. And I, I need to be careful about this because I have shared how I write some of the things I'm believing God for. I, I record them. But that is not to say that you just approach God with your laundry list of things and you just start spouting them off. No. When we're talking about coming into the presence of God, the personal presence of God, we're talking about having a time of fellowship. See, people often distinguish fellowship from prayer or or you know it's like if I'm coming to have a meeting or if I'm coming to sit and talk with someone I'm go I'm not just going to go in and start running down you know I want this 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 even with somebody in your office they don't just walk into your office and say well they may but <laughs> they may you need to do this blah 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 but you know oftentimes there's some form of fellowship there's a greeting there's some, how are you doing? So, you know, I'm talking about coming into the personal presence of God, spending time in his presence, spending time getting to know the one with whom you are dealing. Hallelujah. I'm talking about allowing his presence to penetrate your spirit. Yeah, allowing yourself to to be, oh my goodness, in his presence, allowing yourself to yield to his influence, allowing yourself to comprehend his greatness, his vastness, his power, allowing yourself to embrace his love. Um, That's what we're talking about. We come into this intimate presence of God. And you allow yourself to hear his voice. Allow yourself to see as he sees. You see, faith, the ex- when you pray, you have to exercise faith, and yet faith requires fellowship. You know, we need to be in his presence. Oh, praise God. And what happens is as we're in his presence and we are absorbing the person of God, we're in this place of intimacy where we are receiving, oh, my goodness, the fullness of, of, of who he is. You know, we're increasing our capacity. And what happens is your own, your own faith rises up to lay hold, to clasp, to grasp what might have seemed out of reach out of the realm of possibility. What you, you, you enter into that place 
where you are communing with God and you, he is revealing himself. I'll tell you, I've, you have those times, I was going to say I've had those times certainly, where when you appreciate how great and awesome and powerful and vast and true that God is, then you start to feel almost, you, you feel like, oh, my goodness, and I'm only believing for this. It's like you start to see how 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 you've we've reduced. We haven't really, like, um, expanded and believed for the things that the Spirit is putting in us. He's, he's ushering us to come up higher. He's in all things whatsoever you desire when you pray. Believe you have received them, and you shall have them. God's hands fulfill what God's mouth has spoken. You need to get this. We need to get it and increase our capacity because God has so much more. I'm talking about healing. I'm talking about deliverance. I'm talking about turning around horrific conditions. Hallelujah. But I, I pray that you, we are understanding what the Spirit of God has sought to convey during this time that we have been sharing this word. It, it, it's, but this is so fundamental. The only condition that exists is believing. And believing is when we are, we have surrendered to the word and the spirit of God. We say, yep, that word is true. Yes, nothing shall be impossible. So don't reduce when God says all things, don't minimize it. Don't reduce it. Go for it. Go for it. Because that those are those are seeds that are being planted and they shall produce. Go for it. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, believe that you have received. Thank you, Jesus. You are to believe that you receive the very things that you ask. Believe you receive the very things that you ask. Hallelujah. And even Philippians 4 tells us when, when we go that, when we do that, then we are rewarded with this type of peace, a shalom. Hallelujah. And where God is keeping your heart and your mind, it is this awesome peace that's a place of trust when we know it is done. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's a place of trust. And he'll give, us, he'll give us the blessed assurance in our hearts. Thank you, Jesus. This is so important. We have, I don't know who this is for, but capacity must be increased because God desires to do more. Capacity must be increased. Hallelujah. For God 
desires to do more. Thank you, Jesus. This is Jesus who's saying this. Jesus is saying this according to Mark 11, 22 through 24. Praise God. What, what God has in his word, what he promises, he truly gives. He truly imparts it. It's the truth. Praise God. And even Jesus, he is the author and the finisher of our faith. Like I said, and as we saw from Second Chronicles chapter 6, what God's mouth has spoken, his hands fulfill. So, that, so we can dispense with trying to figure everything out, but concentrate on that which is within our ability. Concentrate on our part. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Concentrate on our part. Allow yourself to come into his presence. Spend some time discovering the vastness of who he is. And in that place, you let your request be made known unto God. Hallelujah. Without limit. Go for it. Hallelujah. I pray that this has been meaningful to you. Praise God. But just yet dispense with what you think is within your capability to do or what you think is possible. For all things are possible to him that believes. And if you have faith, nothing shall be impossible to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I pray that someone is strengthened by this word today. And in keeping with what we've just received from the Spirit of God, we're going to pray over those requests. There were several requests. I'm trying to find where I placed all of the prayer requests. Um, But we know that there are three people who are looking for employment, hallelujah, we're going to pray for them. We know that there are people who are dealing with the aftermath of the home going of a loved one, hallelujah. So can you just join me in prayer as we pray over these requests, hallelujah. Oh, my, our dear heavenly Father, Abba Father, we come into your presence And we even sense your, we know, we have a knowing in our spirit. It's not just what we feel, it's what we know in our spirit. We know that you hear us, for we come into your presence in the name of Jesus. And because of the sacrifice of Jesus, he has given us access. Hallelujah. The veil was torn in two so that there's no separation. And we can come boldly before the throne of grace. And we come boldly and we say, hello, Abba, Father. Abba, Father, we love you. We bless you. Hallelujah. We worship you. You are so awesome. You are so mighty. We behold your majesty. 
Hallelujah. We come to the King of Kings. We come to the Lord of Lords. We come to our everlasting Father. We come to the great I Am. Hallelujah. Hallowed be your name. We just worship and adore you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We know that there is nothing that is impossible with you, Lord God. Hallelujah. And we present these petitions. We lay the Gilliam family before your throne. Oh, you are the God of all comfort. You have sent forth and dispatched the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And we pray, Heavenly Father, for comfort for the Gilliam family upon the occasion of the homegoing of their mother, of their sister, Lord God, we, of, of their mother-in-law. We pray for that family, of their cousin, of their girl, of their friend. We pray, Father God, for the comfort of those who remain here. We come against the spirit of undue grief, for there is a grief that is unto death that is not of God, and we rebuke that spirit and command it to get out of that family in the mighty name of Jesus. Similarly, we rebuke all contentious spirits, Spirits of contention, you be bound and go from that family in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. For we're envy, we come against envy, strife, confusion, and every evil work. We rebuke you and your operations, all those machinations, you go in the name of Jesus. And we decree shalom over the Gilliam family in Jesus' mighty name, that the estate will be settled without any incident, without in the name of Jesus, that that estate is settled in shalom. We apply the blood of Jesus over that family. The estate and all that pertains to the mom who has gone home shall be settled in shalom. We decree it in Jesus' mighty name. We pray for anyone who has any type of physical malady. We pray for healing in Jesus' mighty name and for any malady that has come about through the working of any demonic spirit. We rebuke that spirit and we command it to flee off the people of God even now in Jesus' mighty name. We lift up baby Elijah in the name of Jesus, we pray strength to his body. We pray that he is rendered every bit whole, spirit, soul, and body. Every organ of his body, every aspect of his being works perfectly in the mighty name of Jesus. His brain, his neurological makeup, every aspect of his being works properly in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord God, for the spirit which is baby Elijah. We pray, Father God, that he will grow up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. We pray that he will be even as his name indicates. May he be strong. May he prosper as the prophet Elijah in the name of Jesus. May he, hallelujah, move forward and do great things in his life in Jesus' mighty name. We pray that it is shalom with him, that, hallelujah, that his body continues to develop properly. Hallelujah. That he will be a praise and a glory in this earth. That, hallelujah, that he would bring joy to his parents. Praise God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray a covering over him. 
that hallelujah, the power of God just hover, cover him. We place a wall of fire around him. Even the angelic hosts surround him in the G, in Jesus' mighty name. We pray for his protection and his 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 spiritual and physical development in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. We pray, Father God, for Sister Harriet and for her family, that it is shalom. Hallelujah. We thank you for the peace of God that surrounds them. We believe that the promises of God are yes and amen, and that's all we see, that's all we believe for, for healing, for hallelujah, for reconciliation, for shalom in Jesus' mighty name. We pray for Dina, Shanika, and Jalen who are seeking employment. Lord God, hallelujah, we pray that you would lead them by your spirit to the best jobs in Jesus' mighty name. We pray that their resumes would float to the top of the list. Hallelujah. We pray the favor of God be upon them in Jesus' mighty name. We pray that they would turn their hearts towards God. Hallelujah. And that they would seek you diligently, Lord God, that they would hear your voice in Jesus' mighty name. Lead them by your spirit is our prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we give you praise that we believe that we have the petitions that we have asked of you. Hallelujah. For there is nothing that shall be impossible to them that believe. And we have a cadre of believers on this line. And we bless you for it, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you for hearing and thank you for answering. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. I pray that this word has been a blessing to you. And I invite you to be a financial blessing to triumph in Christ. I also invite you to pray much for this ministry. Hallelujah. For the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avail much. And for those desiring to give as the Spirit leads a financial offering, you can do so by writing to Triumph in Christ, P.O. Box 66385, Washington, D.C., 20035. Again, P.O. Box 66385, Washington, D.C., 20035. And I want to just thank you. I thank you for it because there are, there are several who have done just that. And I just want you to know we appreciate what you have done. And hallelujah, and what you are doing, what you will yet do. Hallelujah. And if you don't want to go the route of getting an envelope, putting a stamp on, going to the mailbox, you can, you can give online, jdsministries.org, jdsministries.org. Just click on the Give tab, and it will lead you to a secure location, hallelujah, for providing an offering online. God bless you. Until next time, God richly bless your life. Amen.